0: Shalom, shalom, and welcome back to another exciting episode of our continuing learning in the Sefer B'nei Mach Tovah. We were last exploring the idea of how to really be all in, really be all in, and really be focused, and that we have to start with our mind. So we're going to pick it up with Os Gimel with that in mind. Here we go. Page 12. <laughs> and broadening and strengthening our mind, that this is the foundation of our Chavra, of our group. the And this is the main way that we're going to attach ourselves in our service of Hashem. We're not going to be like the son of a maidservant who's way behind the grindstones, far away from the king, but rather like a son of the king who feels the closeness to his father. He's there, he's living in the palace. That he's involved in the conversation, the son with the father. It's real. It's not a maidservant who's far away out trimming the hedges of the rose bushes outside of the external walls of the palace, but rather you're inside having a real conversation with the king. Why is the attainment of such a high level of mindfulness so challenging? Why does a person find it so hard to reach this level? The Rebbe says there are two reasons for this. Aleph, the first reason... It's because of an excitement, a passion that's lacking. Whether it's through joy and excitement, or whether it's through having a broken heart, to really feel something, for it to be emotionally real. The lack of meaningful emotion towards our relationship with Hashem, says the Rabbi, is the first reason why we're not able to ultimately achieve these, uh, these high levels in thought. Because every moment that a Jewish person is purifying his heart with passion, even a little bit, a little bit of excitement, that even a little bit of this awakening can bring a person to transcend the physical images and illusions of the mind. Which can really allow us to focus. Like we said above about Yom Kippur, that when you're in it, it's so easy to just push someone aside. You're not worried about the dim of life, the illusions that throw you off and try to pull you off course. When there's a passion and excitement, so then you're able to focus much better. When a person's mind and heart are dull, so then he's not able to get out of this physical world. He's going to always be distracted by the illusions and challenges of this life. And this is especially true, especially amplified when it comes to depression. We said before about Salev about a broken heart. I want to make a clear distinction between. Depression and a broken heart. The Kotzke Rebbe says that there is nothing more whole than a broken heart. It's something so, so powerful. And that is very different than sadness or depression. A broken heart encourages one to feel and encourages one to act, whereas depression or sadness don't encourage action. They often encourage the feelings of of Yeush, of giving up completely, and that's not a state that a Jew should ever be in. A Jew should never feel like he has to give up. Like we said, this is not about a broken or bitter heart. That is really the essence of what it means to be a Jew. But rather, this is talking about a dullness of one's existence. When one is sad but motivated, that can be tremendous. In regards to our own tshuva, but if we're depressed, that's something very different. Kamosh Rav, like it said in the name of the Rav, in Chassidosh's farm, the Rav means the Balatanya, means the Shner Zalman of Liadi, parenthetically. Just yesterday was Yud Tes Kislev, a day when the Balatanya, the Rav that we're speaking about in this line, was released from prison and able to further spread the teachings of the Bal Shem Tov. But back to our safer. Like on Yom Kippur night, when your heart is broken. And that's part of the avoda. That's what is supposed to be happening on that day. That's not a sadness or a depression. That's part of the excitement of the day. That your heart and your mind are totally open in the most real of ways. When your heart and your mind are closed and shut off to opportunities of growth and feelings of positivity and tshuva. So then, yes, that's absolutely antithetical to what it means to be a Jew. However, if you're broken in a good way, like the realization that I messed up or the the realization that I can do better or the realization that we're connected to the Almighty, then all of a sudden, wow... There's so much to do, and I have the power to do it. And that only exists when your heart and your mind are totally open to the opportunity. And the whole year, God forbid, that a person could be depressed and sad and can fall to this state of having no heart and no mind, meaning they're totally closed to any opportunity for growth. An additional lacking could be that a person is born with a a natural blemish, that a person was born with an inability to really hold cup, as we say, to really maintain strong thoughts and really, really focus. That you tell a person with a small mind, with this natural inability to focus, and it could be that you tell him something and he's not able to understand it, because of this inborn inability to focus. This is a small mind. Because of this natural lack, Zelodai Gambishasis Eurus af Shemachavtoi, Miss Eurus, Miss Hazakas, Enoi Hazaka Kemo Shutrikaliyos. That it's not enough these times of. ...inspiration and times of excitement to really hold a person and help them to focus in the best of ways, in the ways that one would really need to. There are those individuals who may be inspired, and at that moment of inspiration, they're able to tap in, they're able to think clearly, they can hear a, what we say, a sharp svara. they can hear a challenging piece of wisdom, or something that will inspire them, get them to think, get them to move their mind a little bit more. And yet, as soon as that moment of inspiration is over, it's all done. At the height of ebbing, at the height of shalushedis, at the height of ne'ilah, I'm in, I'm excited, and then as soon as that's over, okay, well, I don't know what I was talking about, I don't remember, it's all done. The inspiration's gone, and so is my power to think. When a person is able to focus, i.e. this B'nai Machshavah tova, when you can improve your power of thought, It can be so strong and inspired and passionate and on fire and clear that you're able to see in a similar way that the prophets saw that we are called B'nai Nevi'im. We're called the children of Nevi'im. Just as Nevi'im had absolute clarity when these messages came from on high, when we're able to tap into that because we are B'nai Nevi'im, the Jewish people are called B'nei Nevi'im, the children of prophets, says Chazal. And we're able to tap into that ultimate level of clarity. Es Hashem V'kisei To tap into Hashem and in the throne of glory. Kol Echad fi Matzavo Every person according to his ability. Ad And then even after this situation, after this enlightenment, if you will, after this inspirational moment, when typically that ability to really zone in it has fluttered away. So then he can still access that previous state of mind without letting those strong thoughts simply drift away. And he can once again be as if he was standing in front of that throne of glory of Hashem. <laughs> And this strong thought that he grabs onto, at his will, he can access this excitement at any moment that he chooses, and tap back in at any moment that he wants to prepare himself for such an experience. Masha ain't Cain, but on the other hand, Balamum a person who does not have this ability to think. Hol Machshavtoy, gam mis lahev, all of his ability to really tap in, is exclusively found in those inspirational moments. Rabbi calls this the mind of a fool. And then after that moment, it's all gone. And he's only able to think about things of this world. He's only able to think about bread and potatoes and his work etc. He can only think about these things and nothing else. Only simple, worldly matters. My bread, my potatoes, and my job. We want to be able to get beyond that. We want for ourselves and our students and our communities to be able to, to think and ultimately live in an elevated manner. We don't want to look back after 120 years and say, all of my thoughts were exclusively focused on potatoes. Therefore, Kol ha hislavuso rock daver shibama mala that any of his hislavas any of his Excitement or inspiration—it just sort of happens. It's just there. There is no thought or planning. For example, on Yom Kippur, or a time when it just sort of happens. There's a time I'm inspired, and then, uh, then I'm out. Okay, that was nice. Now it's done. What happened? I don't really remember. I think there was something nice. <laughs> However, when he wants to be able to tap in, not just mamela, not because the situation happens to arise, but because he chooses, I want to be tapped in, it is impossible for him to do it. In brief review, in Oz Gimel, the Rebbe taught us that there are two major impediments to Avoda HaShem. The first is a lack of His'oyurus, a lack of inspiration. For those of us who have the schos to be involved in the inspirational space of trying to spread inspiration and joy to our fellow Jews, this is the bread and butter of what it is that we do. Bring a his ayerus, a his lavas, an excitement, and passion back to the Jewish people. That's one. The second is his inability to focus. So once we're there, once we're inspired, now what do we do? We have to be able to focus in tremendous ways. I'm looking forward to continuing our learning to figure out how to really do this, how to bring the excitement, the passion, and to connect, and inspire, and empower ourselves and our people to become Bene machshavatova. Wishing everyone a beautiful day.